unfinished story of Jesus' disciples getting questioned by the Pharisees and the scribes by why they don't wash like all the Jews wash their hands when they're dirty and when Jesus confronts them back and says they're hypocrites and challenges them and says that cleanness is about what comes out of a person or just defiling comes out of a person. And um, now we come to verse 24. And from there, verse 24 of Mark 7, I'm going to read this and I'm going to ask you how you look questioning this at me and you guys can. And from there he rose and went out to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and did not want anyone to know, yet he could not be hidden. But immediately a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile, a Syrophoenician by birth, and he begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, let the children be kept safe, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She went to him with her, believing the daughter to be unclean. Jesus took her in his arms and said to her, O Satan, woman, though you are willing, the demon has left your daughter. She went home and found the child and the demon
are going to really talk about the, the, the discussion between the two of you tonight. So I, I divided this down. Yes, Kelly.
yet terrifying to try to understand that some of the Greek language of like and for God and all of that, I, I think that they, because the Greek is just through the lessons coming in, stacking up the points. So this is like almost undignified to say Jesus. You know, he's, he's coming to be a Jew begging for help. And he himself says, Children be fed first, 
So it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. That's in response to, my daughter is demon possessed and you take care of her.
He's confident enough for some reason to know that God's grace is enough to overcome his condition of unbelief. And as I like to give Tim Keller, he's determined enough to not let go. I'll say no. He won't say no for an answer. I like Tim Keller says in one of his books, King's Cross, he says, on one hand, he is not too proud to accept what the gospel says about her unworthiness. He accepts Jesus as God. He doesn't get her back up and say, how dare you use a Rachel Epitaph about me? I don't have to stand for this. Can you hear yourself saying that? But on the other hand, neither does the woman in Philippi ever mention her faith. See, there are two ways to fail to let Jesus know that you belong to him by being too proud, having a superiority complex, and not accepting that he's given you everything you need to accept his forgiveness. But the other is through an inferiority complex, being so self-absorbed that you fail to say out loud the words, God sees me. But here's the beautiful thing. Of of our faith and our confidence is accepting the fact that Jesus Christ has done work in our hearts. You know, as the gospel actually says in Philippians, when you read it, it says, accept Jesus that God's grace is so real and powerful that it can save a life? Do you live in faith in that? Do you need to let the word of God as it is sent in Isaiah say, hold my hand and I'll be your strength? Or am I here as Mary accepts the Israel's name as the Lord? She says, God, I need to rest in you because you are ironclad grace. And so I'm going to rest in you. And as I Jesus, we 
also take the risk of loving God 